0: Welcome to Keep the Republic with Dr. Daniel Bobinski, editor of True Idaho News. Keep the Republic is brought to you by the Political Action Committee, Conservatives of Picture Perfect Window Cleaning, Michael Hahn of Fathom Realty, and ThinkExodus.org. And now, here's Daniel. Well, hello and welcome to Keep the Republic. Dr. Daniel Bobinski here, your host, Talking about Idaho this week, been talking about a lot of national stuff lately, and I thought it was time for an, an Idaho-centric radio show, and so we're going to be doing that. Uh, we've got special guest today, Misty felt with Health Freedom Idaho, and lots of events coming up in September, believe it or not. So you want to get your calendar out so that you can mark down some dates here. And also might want to grab a pencil because there's some information that you might want to write down as well. But as you've probably seen in the news, there's this lots of rumbling going around with regard to masks. And my gosh, as if we haven't learned, there are already organizations mandating masks again, which is unfathomable to me. Uh, Misty Carlfeld will be talking about that. We've also got some legislative issues to talk about and some events that's going to be at the uh, state capitol. We have an event out in Nampa you want to know about. But I really want to encourage you to read up on this stuff and get involved. It's kind of like, you know, evil is a very prominent thing. And to to not mention evil is in, in itself evil. And that's a rough quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. But we have to stand up and speak truth and do it boldly. You've heard me talk about that quite a bit on the show in recent weeks, our need to be bold. Well, as I said, our guest today is Misty Carlfelt with Health Freedom Idaho. Misty, you've been on the show before. Glad to have you back. How have you been?
1: Good, Daniel. Thank you for having me. It's always great to catch up.
0: Yes, you've got a very busy calendar, as do I, but you've got some health freedom stuff coming up. You guys are going to be involved in various things. I wanted to talk to you first, though, about masks. Yes, Because that is on everybody's mind. Am I going to have to put this face diaper on again? You guys have some information on this or or what's your take on this?
1: We do on our healthfreedomidaho.com website. We have a lot. You can just search in the search bar, put masks. One of the things that will come up is the religious exemption from wearing a mask that I wrote. Uh, I I actually recently reread it. I felt just as empowered reading it, you know, all these years later as I did when I wrote it. And really the focus is the fact that we are made in the image of God and that we shouldn't be covering the image of God with a slave mask. We aren't a slave and freedom is our birthright. So people might want to read that and feel empowered. There's also mask statistics, but I think most of us know by now, right, that they're not really effective and especially for viruses and that they can cause harm. I don't think people are going to participate. I think uh, those totalitarians that want to put those slave masks back on our face are going to be disappointed.
0: (laughs) They probably will be. What's amazing to me, too, is how our appointed health boards, these regional health boards we have in this state, they decided at one point that we would be fined and possibly jailed if we didn't wear a mask. And I'm thinking, since when does an appointed health board have the right to create what, in essence, is a law that law enforcement officers must enforce? I do not believe that they have that constitutional perspective. That's my take on it. That's my understanding. Is yours similar or am I missing something?
1: Well, that is my understanding. Some on the uh, like Central District Health, for example, some are elected and we were able to make a change there that was really beneficial. I think people really need to be watching. And we also have that on our health fear to website is the links to the health districts websites and their YouTube channels so that you can start watching what they're saying and being involved in testifying and calling some of them are elected and some of them are appointed. So you have to know what's going on in your health district and get to know them. It's really important, just like your legislators, get to know them. Uh, I let them to tell know that you, you're watching.
0: When when the first row of COVID went through and they were having these weekly meetings and they were deciding what to do, I was sitting watching on, on YouTube on their live stream, and I was yelling at the screen because we had. People lying, presenting blatant false facts. We had the chief medical officer for St. Luke's, Jim Sousa, presenting anecdotal evidence as if it were peer-reviewed studies. I mean, I can't count the number of lies I heard from him and other people that were on the board. And it was very frustrating to me that we couldn't participate in that. And I remember emailing multiple times, and not getting a response. I felt very shut out. Let's just say that this um, particular current White House occupant decides he wants to institute masks. Where do you see this going?
1: Well, I do see it going, I think, in in a direction where it'll cause more division if we allow it. I think people are going to be stronger in their decision about the mask, whether they're totally pro-mask or totally anti-mask. And if we allow it, it can cause more division. But I will say that I mean I'm even unlawful laws. Even if he puts some kind of edict out, if it's unlawful, we're not supposed to comply. That's how we defend the republic. And we can talk about defending your own freedom to breathe, and you can also talk about um, defending the republic. I'm not going to to comply with an unlawful edict and suffocate myself or suffocate my children to obey some unconstitutional mandate from a unconstitutional president. I don't care who it is.
0: Yes. and They are lies too, by the way. They're very much lies. And uh, I was listening this past week to uh, Pastor Bill Cook. He was on Alan Key's talk show talking about deceit and deceptions. And he said something very interesting. He said that all tyranny is based on lies. Yes. And he pointed out that the first lie came from the serpent. Yes. And the serpent was the ultimate tyrant, right? Right. (laughs) Doubt God. And so thankfully, you know, the serpent was divested of all power when Jesus said that he has been given all power and authority. But here on our plane, in our human plane, we still have human tyrants who will use deceit to gain power.
1: Yes. And if we put that mask on, then we participate in the lie. That was one of my, so frustrations, the beginning of the whole mask thing was that I'm not going to participate in that lie. I'm going to walk in truth mm-hmm. and I'm going to trust in God's protection. Uh, and it only continues if we allow it. If we participate, that's how totalitarianism, whatever you want to call it, that's how it happens. Yeah. So if we participate, we get what we deserve. I really hope people don't participate. In fact, there was an article that came out that um, in Kaiser Permanente, it was actually August 29th of this year, the workers at Kaiser Permanente in South California said no to the policy, the mask policy, and they got it overturned. That's how it's supposed to work. If they can do it at Kaiser Permanente in Southern California, we can do it here in Idaho.
0: Yeah. Well, so you've got information on your website, which is healthfreedomidaho.com. Yes, People can go to healthfreedomidaho.com. They can find articles there. Uh, I wrote an article back in July of 2020 called The Mask Fallacy. That article went mega viral and um, kind of got me in some interesting places in front of some people that I wasn't expecting. But I listed in that article a series of studies conducted out of Rutgers University where they did a meta-analysis of masks. And I think there's almost a dozen meta-analysis studies done over the course of 12 years, and they found that masks provide zero statistical difference in viral transfer, whether you wear them or not. And they did studies in hospitals, Mm -hmm. in home health, in regular homes, in the workplace, didn't matter where they did it, a scientific peer-reviewed study where they tested for viral transfer. They didn't just say, hey, do you got the sniffles? They actually tested for viral transfer. And there was zero statistical difference whether you wore a mask or didn't wear a mask. So I'm going to encourage people to go to healthfreedomidaho.com and look for those articles. And I'm going to tip my hand here, Misty. I'm actually working on about a half an hour documentary that's going to be exposing these lies that we were told because masks was just one of them. But I'm going to say, here's what we're told. And here's the truth. Well, something else is going on, Misty, with you is your participation in the Constitution Day. But before we get there, I want to do call attention to some of our sponsors, including the Exodus Institute. They're a fully accredited K-12 online school. If you have children in the woke indoctrination systems now, may I make a recommendation? Pull them out so that you can teach them truth because right now they're getting lied to. And this Exodus Institute is credentialed, experienced Christian teachers, Christian values, no woke indoctrinations, no political agendas. And by the way, if you're already homeschooling, they have a supplemental program for kids in fifth through 12th grade, on-demand video. They do all the teaching. They do all the grading. It's only 20 bucks a month, and you can cancel anytime. You can find more by going to thinkexodus.org. That's thinkexodus.org. Also, It's still light out, and you can still look outside and see those beautiful trees that have leaves on them. And if you want to keep doing that, get those windows clean. You can call picture-perfect window cleaning. Have them come out and clean your windows. They also do gutter cleaning, pressure washing, and screen repair. And if you tell them you heard about them on Keep the Republic here, you're going to get $50 off any window cleaning job over $250, or 10% off your total bill, whichever is greater. They do both business and residential. Just tell them you heard about it on the Keep the Republic show. Find them out more at windowcleaningboise.com. That's windowcleaningboise.com. Well, Misty Carlfeld is our guest with Health Freedom Idaho. And one of the things you got going, Misty, is you're going to be meeting with other folks at the Capitol Steps mid-month over at the Constitution Day. This is a... Big event. I mean, William Federer is going to be there. Awesome. I know, I know. by the way, you are a strong constitutionalist and you believe in the Constitution. What do you think people should get out of going to that particular event?
1: Oh, I think it's so great. And of course, Conservatives of is putting it on. Conservatives of Idaho. And we just love them. They put on great events. And I think they're going to be talking about you can actually like meet your legislators there and ask questions. They're going to talk about how important it is to get involved and defending the Constitution. It's a republic if we can keep it right. Mm -hmm. So being engaged is really important. I love that there's other organizations and groups that are putting on events like this. So, of course, we're supportive of it. Um, I really want and I hope that people will be inspired to communicate with their legislators it's kind of funny that people will say to me sometimes, well, they're not in session right now, so I don't want to bother them. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. This is the time because once they get into legislative session, they're so busy. They're receiving hundreds of emails. They're totally overwhelmed, right? Now, they're still working for you even when they're not in session. So meet with them, take them a coffee, talk to them about what's important to you. This is the time for them to recognize your face, your phone number, and your email.
0: Yeah. I would go so far as to say, if you try to reach them during the session, that's when you're bothering them. <laughs> <laughs> that's <wrong.
1: laughs> Well, except that you have to be saying, remember what we talked about over coffee back in September? Bingo. It's happening right now. So I need you to vote this way or that way on that particular bill, or I need you to carry that particular bill.
0: Well, I'm going to make a suggestion because you, you say, meet them for coffee. And that's a great suggestion. And as you, I totally agree with you now is the time to meet with the legislators. And my recommendation is to find out, here's the bill that's coming. What's your stance on it? And then act and be genuinely curious. Find out their opinion. And if their opinion doesn't align with yours, then very professionally talk mm-hmm. about your perspective and why you have that stance. I uh, talked to one of the... Um, legislators recently had said, you know, when someone comes to me with rational information and not just you need to vote for this and they give me rational data, I'm much more likely to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So that's my recommendation. I absolutely missed him. Meet them for coffee. And now is the time to do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So if you could go down to this event, this is Subte- Sunday, September 17th at the Capitol. It's going to be on the Capitol steps, I do believe. Mm hmm. And William Federer, by the way, is going to be our keynote speaker for that. But if you see your legislators there, then you're going to be able to set up, hey, let's meet for coffee. Don't try to convince them of anything on the spot. Set up a coffee. Set up a lunch. Oh, it looks like
1: you're going to have food
0: trucks, too. That's pretty cool. I like that. But William Federer, by the way, has been on my TV show before, and he is a fantastic walking encyclopedia about the Constitution and American history. So to have him come out and be our our keynote speaker for this event is super. I really want to encourage people to attend this.
1: That's awesome. And you know, it's put on by Mountain Heights Calvary Chapel, it looks like hosted by Mountain Heights Calvary Chapel. And so they're encouraging people to invite their pastors. I think that's a really great idea. I love seeing the pastors getting involved in Idaho. It is an answer to my own personal prayer. I'm so, so thankful. So I think that's such a great idea. Get your pastors over there, because they need to be getting political.
0: You know, that's very true. I can't agree more. There was an event that we did a couple of years ago that I think the Conservatives of was involved in it. And they were trying to, it was about education, and they were trying to find a location for it. And they went to so many churches, and too many pastors said, "Eh, that's too political. That's too political. Yeah. And I do a weekly podcast with Alan Keyes called After Hours with Alan Keyes. And one of the things that he pointed out is, you know, what makes America great is people minding their own business. The thing is that America's government is our business. Mm -hmm. And so we need to mind our business, which means getting involved in politics. That's right. And I mentioned earlier, uh, Reverend Bill Cook being on Alan Key's show. And I'm thinking he's heading up the Black Robe Regiment. That is the organization that tries to get pastors aware of this country's founding because so many pastors were instrumental in helping to get this country founded. They were very strong advocates of fighting for liberty. So yeah, I'm glad you're praying for that. Thank you very much.
1: Big answer to prayer. I love seeing the pastors get involved. It's so exciting because that's when you know God's on the move and good things are going to happen. But I agree with you. I've tried to host events. I've tried to host events bringing churches together and then churches get all weird. They have their own politics of, well, we're not going to join in that because this other church is a part of it. So we're not going to, I'm like, okay, when is it time to lay that all down? It seems like we've arrived to that time and people are just getting active and protecting their constitutional Republic and living in their freedom birthright. I love it.
0: Reminds me of a joke with Misty. It is the guy who goes to heaven and comes back and says, well, who was there Were there Baptists? Nope. Were there Presbyterians? Nope. Were there Congregationalists? Nope. Were there Catholics? No. Nope. Well, who was there? Christians. Yeah. <laughs> just, just Christians. <laughs> yeah, there you go. People are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. That's who was Amen.
1: There. <laughs> Amen. So get over there.
0: So, yeah. So that's going to be on the 17th of September. That is Constitution Day at the Capitol. Definitely mark your calendar for that. Um, something else coming up later this month, Misty, is the day out in Nampa. NAMPA Community Event Day. It's a very interesting event. Um, We're going to have people who are, I should say, very pro-American, very pro-Constitution. This is the We Are NAMPA Faith, Family, and Freedom event. And this is going to be at Lloyd Square. And you're going to have a booth there, right?
1: We are. Health Freedom Idaho is going to have a booth. And we're going to, I think what we're going to do is um, have one of those spinning wheels. So you'll have to answer a question. And if you get the right answer, then you can spin the wheel and get a prize.
0: Okay, I like that. And that's going to be on Saturday, September 30th from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. at Lloyd Square. And that's right alongside the train tracks. If you know where the Nampa Farmer's Market is, it's the same place. Nampa Farmer's Market goes from 9 to 1 on Saturdays, and this event goes from 4 to 8. And it looks like they're going to have a Corvette car show as well a youth adult hangout, some food trucks, vendors, music, games. I like it. I might Sounds even, like a great day. I might even get a booth myself. <laughs> Do it. That's going to be something to check out. Again, that's September 30th. And we'll be talking more about that as we get closer to that. Uh, but I want to go back to your website, Misty, because you've got a lot of information. Your website and your organization is very much into legislative issues because you're about health freedom. Uh, talk to me about some of the legislative issues that you guys have been working on.
1: So some of the things that we've done with Health Freedom Idaho, um, when we got started, the vaccine exemption form was a really big deal. And we fought that for years. And what was happening was that the rule that the Health the Health and Welfare Department made was out of line with the statute. The statute said that you can opt out for any reason. Of course, I'd rather the statute not be there because by its existence, it insinuates that it's required. Uh, And then they, you know, bless you with with an opt-out. Well, it shouldn't be there in the first place, but there it is. It's there and it's one of the best statutes really in the U.S. as far as you can opt out for any reason at any time. And then the Health and Welfare Department, who consistently tries to take more power than they have in our statutes created a form, and you had to initial that you're knowingly putting your child at risk with each one of these jabs that you were not giving your child. If you decided to not do chickenpox vaccine, you had to say you're no- knowingly putting your child at risk, initial here, sign here, and turn that into your school. Mm-mm. No, out that was completely outside of the, out of the boundaries of the statute. So Health Freedom Idaho pushed back on that, And we got the health and welfare department to change their rule to be in line with statute where they can opt out and they can use a form if they want to. So that's great. Now we had a bill that said that on everything that goes home from the schools, saying that vaccines are required. They also have to tell about the statute that provides for the opt out. And that's been passed. That's happening. It's wonderful. Everything that goes home from the school that says it's required so they they can't just bully parents and and actually misrepresent what the statute says and say it's required they also have to say that they can opt out.
0: And I'm going to so be now, technical and split some hairs here but I think sure. if it's if it's not required then it's not required. You know what I'm saying? If you guys have pushed and you've been successful in saying, you know what, you don't have to take this, mm-hmm. then how can it possibly be a requirement if you have an opt out option?
1: then the statute needs to go away <laughs> because by its existence, it insinuates that it's required. Right. So let's take the statute totally out. We did now last legislative session pass that anything that goes home from the daycares also has to say that you can opt out, but man, I'd love to just remove that statute altogether. And then none of us have to talk about it.
0: Intellectual honesty is a very important thing to me. Yes, And I think if we had people saying, look, we can't require this because you have a religious exemption if you like it, if you like to take it, but you don't have to do this. We would recommend and we would wish that you would. Right. But you don't have to. That would be more intellectually honest.
1: It really shouldn't even be a topic between the school and the parents. This is a parent's decision. With whatever health care practitioner they want to talk about it with, their own research they want to do. The legislators who argued against the bill that we had, providing for the truth to be said to the parents that they can opt out, literally said that they were afraid that vaccine compliance would go down if they informed parents of the truth. That's really disgusting. So they're relying on parents not knowing that they can opt out to vaccinate their children without informing themselves which is really against informed consent.
0: Exactly. That whole word compliance is troublesome. Mm. As I talked about, as we first started talking about this, that would imply top-down authoritarianism. And yep. you know, compliance means you have to. <laughs> right. No, we don't have to. I need to pause for a moment and acknowledge a few more of our sponsors, Misty. Uh, one right. of them is Michael Hahn with Fathom Realty. Whether you're buying or selling, your house or your property, you can be confident that Mike Hahn is going to have your best interest in mind and represent you with integrity. If you're selling, Mike's going to help you prepare your property so it appeals to the broadest market of buyers. And if you're Getting ready to buy, Mike's going to help you find the property that meets your needs. Michael Hahn is a graduate of the Realtors Institute. He holds multiple specialist designations, and he's been doing this since 2005. You can contact Michael Hahn by going to IdahoInvestmentProperties.com. That's IdahoInvestmentProperties.com. Also, one of our sponsors is Conservatives. We've been talking about those folks on the show. They've been a sponsor of this show since the beginning, and their mission is to help constitutionally-minded conservative Christians get elected to office and they support constitutionally-minded bills. And they work by donations. So if you want to give a help to those folks, you can contact conservativesof.com and make a donation of any size. And when you go there, make sure you say, hey, thanks for being a sponsor of the Keep the Republic show. Uh, Misty, back to your website. you got some legislative issues in front of you. One of the things that is on your website is the CPS stuff that's going on. Talk to us a little bit about the humanity, I should say, involved, the, the natural, sinful, human nature to want to be in control. What's going on with CPS?
1: Man, this is this is the subject that's near and dear to my heart. I do presentations on this because... The Health and Welfare Department is really traumatizing families in Idaho and really all over the United States because of ASFA that was passed and signed into law by President Clinton at the time, um, Adoption and Safe Families Act, it, it financially incentivizes the Health and Welfare department CPS to rehome children. And that's how they talk about it. They talk about it as rehoming. It sounds so nice, right?
0: Like a dog at the pump.
1: Yeah, it really is. And you can actually look. At the pictures and the bios of the children online, like you're picking a puppy at the pound, it's heartbreaking, absolutely heartbreaking. And so ASFA incentivizes with bonuses up to about $4,000 for a child to be taken from one family and rehomed to another People think that they often will give them to family members. If there's a problem in their, their their biological family, they'll give them to grandma and grandpa while they sort out what's going on with their biological mother and dad. But the financial incentive is not there to do that. The financial incentive is there to put them in foster homes and then eventually adopt them out, which is what happens. And unfortunately, CPS is a for-profit agency and they take children and rehome them for profit.
0: It is so sad. You know, George Washington said it few men can withstand the highest bidder. And when you're incentivizing some kind of behavior with money and people want money, they will do whatever behavior is required to get that money. So if they're getting up to $4,000, you say, for rehoming a child, my gosh, what an incentive.
1: And that comes from our Title IV-E funding, which is our social security money. So both of us have grown up hearing that the social security money is going to run out, which didn't always make sense to me since we're paying into it. But if we're using it to steal children and rehome them and giving bonuses for that, we're going to lose our social security money.
0: And didn't you tell me that they get a certain percentage wrong?
1: Yes, So in Idaho, 72% of cases investigated by CPS each year are allegations of neglect. There is no definition in law for that. So, of course, they're overstepping their bounds like they do, and it's just left up to them, a caseworker or the police, as to what is neglect. And 83% of those are unfounded.
0: And the children get returned to their families?
1: And they get returned to their families after much trauma. The average time of being taken from their families for neglect is eight months. Wow. So we're not talking about like, we're just giving the child right back. Oh, no, your child is fine. We're giving the child right back. That's not what's happening.
0: That's eight months of their life gone because of an incentivized program. And I want to thank you, Misty, for, for staying on top of that, because no other organization really is focusing on being a whistleblower for that kind of activity. But Health Freedom Idaho is. And I want to thank you for doing that. Uh, we are out of time, unfortunately, Misty. Uh, we've been talking with Misty Carlfelt with Health Freedom Idaho. You can find out more by going to healthfreedomidaho.com and become a member there for, what, 10 bucks a year?
1: 10 bucks a year. We make it very affordable.
0: Way sweet. Misty, thanks for joining me here on Keep the Republic.
1: Thank you so much, Daniel. It was great.
0: You bet. Well, we're going to be talking to you next week. This is Daniel Bobinski with Keep the Republic. We are out of time for today. We'll catch you next week at the same time. Until then, be bold, be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to Keep the Republic, sponsored by Conservatives Of, Picture Perfect Window Cleaning, Michael Hahn of Fathom Realty, thinkexodus.org. Also, please pray for our republic and for godly men and women who will work to keep it.